are now in the car. Good morning, good morning, good Friday. And this is the Unfortunates. This is the third episode and hey, it got interesting, y'all. But you know what? It was such a good Thursday night, I don't even want to, like, stop. So, let me just go right into it. At number 32. Look, man. I know people are going to be like, wait, what? Yeah. The Miami Dolphins rank number 32 on my list. Look. I'm a fan of Jacoby Jones. I feel, I for a second, I'm thinking, okay, this team is supposed to be built up as a good roster. They're supposed to improve off of last year. Basically, I can just chalk up the Miami Dolphins as luck of the draw. I was never a fan of Brian Flores. I always felt like it was a magic moment last year anyway with Fitzpatrick. This makes me further believe that after watching them play Tampa. Dude, when you look like you quit and your quarterback plays really, really well and nobody else shows up, plus you got injuries. I mean, hey, what am I supposed to say? But they play Jacksonville. I don't think they're a better team than Jacksonville. And if they lose to Jacksonville in London, don't be surprised if somebody loses their job here pretty quickly. Somebody's going to be really, really upset if Tua doesn't play well. Just saying. Jacksonville is not as bad as they looked last week. But just saying. I think I'm higher up on Jacksonville than most other people. But right now, until the Dolphins prove it, they're the worst team in the league. The injuries they got doesn't help. So, sorry Miami fans. I hate to put it that way. You will come in at number 32. Yo, yo, yo. I'm back. Take a quick second. Alright, so at number 31. I think it's pretty obvious that the New York Jets are just not there yet. They beat Tennessee, but I kept saying that Tennessee beat themselves. Tennessee had boatload of injuries, and I think that really just kind of proved how much injuries that Tennessee had because I think if people look at the end of the game from last week with the Jets they gave Tennessee four times in the fourth quarter to try and score and you know Tennessee had turnovers they just couldn't get right and they got forced into forced into a situation where they just they were doing the same thing. So basically the Jets defense was putting their ears back. Let's go after Ryan. Let's go after Ryan. Let's go after Ryan. That's this time 
The Falcons got ahead. The Jets caught up when the Falcons had already won the game, basically. And the interception total is up again. He threw, he has thrown nine interceptions. Zach Wilson has thrown nine interceptions. I think it's quite possible this young man could break the record. I'm going to get more into that next week. But as of right now, the New York Jets are number 31. And again, they lost to the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Hey, yo, what up? So, when you go from number 32 and you get a win and you did it dominantly in the first half to the point where you didn't really have to do anything in the second half, you jump off the bottom of the floor, which is exactly what the Atlanta Falcons did last week. You guys were number 32. Now you guys are ranked number 30. Congratulations to the Atlanta Falcons for getting a W. We got to figure out if this is the right coach at the right time. Look, Tennessee (laughs) has given up, what is it now, three offensive coordinators? They're all coaching well. <laughs> so, I don't, like I said, I don't really want to get into that. Uh, this is about Atlanta. And I just want to, I mean, okay, I'm not a Matt Ryan fan. He's thrown 10 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. That's middle of the road. But at the same time, I didn't think he was that good. I, I honestly didn't. His QBR is 53.5, and he's currently 19th in the league at QBR. So his quarterback rating has him just above the worst teams in the league. I feel fair saying that that's where about Matt Ryan is at. Because honestly, I thought he was worse than that, but he's playing better than I thought he was. So you got to give it to the old guy. His best receiver is not healthy. So Matt Ryan, but I mean, dude, come on, you, you got pits, dude. Like, you, I got Kyle on my fantasy. You should be lighting him up. You should be throwing that dude open like Megatron. It still shocks me when you look at him and say, "My goodness, that dude is a tight end." That. I'm sorry, that combination with Matt Ryan can be scary looking. Just call me crazy. But anyway, Atlanta Falcons at number 30. All right, and coming in at number 29, we have the... Huh, you want to talk about unfortunate? This is the... The New York Giants, if your heart didn't break for them when Daniel Jones was doing all he could for his football team, that dude got up and looked punch drunk. He was wobbly. He nearly fell over walking. 
I mean, not that we haven't seen him do that before, but I'm just saying. I mean, that dude would be running and it just fall on his face. But this time, he got hit, I believe, by two players. And one dude was just right there on the side, back side of the helmet, just ding. He got up, was wobbly. I don't think he plays this week. I mean, Saquon, I think he's out too. Galloway is out too. I that rookie receiver, dude. I believe it's number eighty-nine. He looks like Percy Harvin reincarnated. And I think he's out. But somebody got to tell that kid to get his emotions in check. I understand it was a rivalry game and y'all don't like Dallas. But, dude, you're new to the NFL. You got to make sure you fit in before you get in. You know what I'm saying? Somebody pull that kid to the side. I remember watching that game. Joe Judge said, get out of here. He stuck his finger in the air and, like, said, get out. Everybody said he was throwing out the game. If the referees didn't throw him out the game, Joe Judge was going to throw him out the game. That kid's got all the talent in the world. For you guys playing fantasy, I would, you know, not in my league because I did it. I would draft him and sit him on the bench for a while and see exactly what happens here in the next uh, five or six weeks with that offense. Because I have a feeling he's going to be used a lot. And I think he proved it against Dallas. And Dallas' defense is not to laugh at right now. So, again, at number 29, New York Football Giants. Bruh. All right, and coming in at number 28, I hate it when I'm right about Carson Wentz. After that MVP year he got hurt, he ain't been the same since. But here's the thing. The Colts were playing well. They got up and early and was emotional and got up into Baltimore. And then Lamar Jackson happened and showed the Colts exactly who they are. Has anybody seen the movie uh, Any Given Sunday? They talk about the term quicksand in relation to football. You would have think the way the game started that Baltimore was in quicksand. The offense for the coaches kept moving. They were running the ball. There was nothing they really couldn't do or couldn't get. All of a sudden, somebody stepped in that quicksand and it just, it just kept going down, 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 down from there. Be as it may that I am an Indianapolis Colts hater by division because I'm a Tennessee Titan fan. Um, I don't feel sorry for him. I really don't. But I do have to say this. I have a feeling these are just the new Colts. They have good talent, but something is missing. Other than a good quarterback. 
It's I, I think if they had Tom Brady, he would have to change a whole organization for them to be successful, to do what Tom does. If you got any, like, if you got an Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if it works. If you got a Russell Wilson, I think he's the only quarterback in the league that could go to the Colts and make the Colts successful as is. Because he's got way less than Seattle now and does a whole lot more. Could you imagine if Russell Wilson went to Indianapolis with that talent, that team? They actually have a good defense. The offense can't really hold on to the ball that long. They they get spent really quickly. I don't know. Maybe it's the Colts thing. They always draft undersized, undersized defenses. I don't know. I really don't know. But there's just something off about them. They're, as we say, not quite right. Anyway, that was the Indianapolis Colts at number 28, y'all. All right. And this one, for me, it's short and sweet. Jacksonville actually had a bad game. This is the first game that I felt like they just lost it from the beginning. I'm wondering if the way they showed up had anything to do with the coach showing up. Didn't he um, inappropriately show up in a strip club or something to that nature? Are they going to continue to fight for him? My story will still state, and I'm. My story is going to stay the same on Urban Meyer. He can't coach men in the NFL. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Get him out now. Get him a NFL coach who knows how to coach NFL offenses, and get a real staff. Um. This is not Ohio State. This is not Utah. We need... He... Come on, man. Lawrence needs the right coach. I think he's outplayed the coaching. Don't look at the numbers. Look at the plays. He has a really good running back. That team that we thought had no talent actually has a little bit. He's making these wide receivers look better than we don't think they would make it look anywhere. I think he's on the cusp of going from an okay to good to great quarterback. Right now, I think he's good. I think he's on the cusp between okay and good, but I think he's a good quarterback who's ready to flourish. He can make all the throws. He's not as strong-armed as all the guys we know, but all the NFL throws he can make. He's not throwing 80 yards in the air like, you know, Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and them. And, of course, you know, I have to bring up Herbert. That dude's arm is crazy. But I will say this much. He, he, needs, he needs a real coach. I think it's unfair to sell tickets, you bring in Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. I think that's really unfair to the kid. This organization needs to do better. They need to get better. And again, y'all, that's the Jacksonville Jaguars, number 27.
coming in at number 26. Right now, they're my favorite lovable losers. Hate to put it like that, but it's true. The Detroit Lions coming to number 26. They fight hard every single game. And they always lose by a miraculous field goal kicker. Literally, this team could be 4-1, 3-2, but instead, they're winless. That's how competitive the Detroit Lions are. When a team fights hard, when a team is competitive, when Jared Goff is playing better, than I think pretty much any of us expected from him. Because my favorite line about Jared Goff is, I play golf, I'm not with golf. So, I'm never going to be a believer of golf, ever. But, in this setting on this team, where he kind of has free reign to actually grow, I think he'll actually get better as a quarterback. That being said, they still got to be on the unfortunate list. They're winless. And that coach, if y'all didn't get emotional seeing him get emotional about how much he loves his football team, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You have to love them. Not the team. Not the symbol, just them. That coach, you gotta love them together. Like that coach and that team together, you gotta love them. All right, and I got one more spot, y'all. I'm pretty sure you guys can guess who it is after last week. And coming in at number 25 is technically a team who's not supposed to be on this list based on talent, coach. Anyway, last week, they were number, let me see here, 31. They were number 31. And then they beat a very, 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 very good Broncos team. I'm one of those people who are high up on the Broncos. I think if their running back situation was a little bit more healthy, I think if their wide receiver situation was a little bit more healthy, I honestly don't think that didn't, uh, Pittsburgh beats them, especially in Denver. And then Teddy Bridge, Teddy, uh, Teddy the Glove got hurt. So, you know what? Hey, what can I say? Injuries count for a lot in this sport. And when a team comes out and beats up on a team that they're absolutely supposed to and does, I'm going to give them credit. Pittsburgh Steelers came into Denver and did their thing. Big Ben didn't look like the old fart like he did two weeks ago. Except Matt Ryan, the other old fart from a couple episodes ago, they got the old farts award. 
they looked well Big Ben looked good for one game Matt Ryan's looked good in a few games then again Matt Ryan is still trying to get used to a new system so him Matt Ryan I'll, I'll give him a break he's still got the old fart award um but the award of this episode I'm sorry if the award of this episode definitely has to go to the number 29 New York football giants. They got the injury bug award. They lost four player, four key players in one game. Like, not only were they getting beat up by Dallas, but they still had the heart to keep fighting. You got to love Joe Judge. So we got another award today. It goes to the New York Football Giants. I mean, they got hard. It was a rivalry game. I get that, and they're always going to play harder. If they play that hard every game, they're going to be hard to beat, even with all the injuries they have. They're not an easy out. As you can saw, they went to New Orleans and beat New Orleans, but then again... New Orleans is New Orleans. They're a 500 football team. I have a feeling that New Orleans is going to show up on this list sometime during the season. But as of right now, number 25 is the Pittsburgh Steelers. If they get a couple more wins here in the next couple more weeks, I have a feeling that they're not going to be on my list. But for right now, Pittsburgh, I can't stand you. I don't like you but you're still on my list. Have a great Friday, everybody. Enjoy the weekend. Please be safe. If you believe in wearing your mask, wear your mask. If you believe in vaccines, thank God for you. If you don't, thank God for you too. I just want to say have a blessed weekend and I will talk to you guys next Friday. Peace.